Hey you, welcome to No Revisions Podcast. It's Katie from Plain Social. And Caitlin, and we are so excited you're here to chit chat with us about all things design industry and the impact it makes on just about everyone and their mother. Careers have never been so creative since the big bang of social media, and girl, do we have lots to say. Let's discuss grueling and intricate topics like design trends, brand messaging, and dun-dun-dun, social media algorithms. Okay, okay, it's not that serious. We just wanted a dramatic hook. After all, there's no such thing as a design emergency. So let us fill your work-from-home silence. Or any type of silence if you're an iPad baby and constantly need some form of media to keep your thoughts of existential dread from spiraling, not speaking from experience or anything. And we look forward to you tuning in every Friday. Enjoy Enjoy the show. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Is this thing on? Tap, tap, tap. (laughs) (laughs) We're still figuring out the structure of our podcast, but we're going to separate it into a couple different segments. Okay, we're going to do a little update (laughs) of what's been going on this past week with us in regards to our lives and design work and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I think, you know, design. So have you had any, like, cool client projects, any cool inquiries or anything that you can share. I feel like the end slash the beginning of the months are always like mm-hmm. randomly a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. People are like, let me just figure out my bills. Let me that, just, yeah, whatever. So usually the second week in each month is like when more inquiries come in. Mm-hmm. But I just finished a project for a haunted house. Ooh. Which, I remember seeing that on your Instagram. Yes, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And a logo design that I've like never done something mm-hmm. like that before and the client loved it yes. and I hope that I'll be able to work on the project for other things yeah like more promo and stuff, yeah. social media yeah stuff like that yeah y'all yeah, get on blink you. blink IG and follow so nothing too crazy I'm kind of in the same boat as you but I had like a um project revive <laughs> moment uh-huh. so kind of doing like some more um edits on a client website and what type of hopefully going from there it's for a counselor a social worker um so very you know mod very chill Uh design nothing crazy no like haunted house vibes (laughs) what what are you designing it on um it's squarespace host fun Mm -hmm. so i really like squarespace yeah look squarespace sponsor yeah (laughs) yeah if you wanna you know but yeah uh, i love squarespace because it's so easy to you know make changes and stuff but we're working on that and then he also wants me to help him like integrate um like print on demand services okay and like work on some designs for merch and stuff so that'll be starting soon cool exciting (laughs) yes yes but other than design um me and katie always love to catch up on like just regular things in life we're just (laughs) we're just talking about cardi b (laughs) 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 and all the tiktoks and her chucking the microphone at Fans. I yes. saw and the DJ. Yes, I saw so many different angles, and I was like, "Why are y'all messing with this Cardi B?" Because we all know she's crazy. She's a girl, but she's crazy. But the the big question everybody's like, "Did the girl who threw the water like? Did she mean to throw the water?" And I was like, "I watched it. It didn't look like she did. Like she meant to. But what do I know? People I was do that though. Yeah, and they know they shouldn't be throwing stuff because they just want attention." But like that's why would you want that kind of attention yeah, from your celebrity? I would right. Like, I wouldn't want Cardi B to be mad at me. I would want her to see me and be like, "Oh, that's a bad." <laughs> Not like that girl just hit me with water. Like no, people are people are crazy. 
But yeah, that and oh, Miss Ariana Grande. They are dragging I, her by her edges. <laughs> but I will be seeing Wicked as soon as it comes oh, out. Oh, for sure. And her next for album, sure. I mean, I'm going to be listening to it. Of I, course. They already leaked some unreleased song that I keep hearing. Yeah. That's supposed to be like spilling tea. They're doing her dirty with all the memes. Oh, but yeah, they're dragging her by her edges. <laughs> Yeah, TikTok is having fun with that, for sure. I'm having fun, too. They're doing her man dirty. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing him dirty. Like, I bet he'll never start a SpongeBob live action. <laughs> I bet he will never do a live action I mean, again. Yeah, the first issue was SpongeBob on Broadway in general. Mm -hmm. But Ariana Grande Ben told y'all who she was with her song, so I don't even <laughs> <laughs> know. She, look, she said this years ago, break up with your boyfriend. So Girlfriend, because I'm bored. Cause I'm bored. She's bored. So I wouldn't be bored if I was famous. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. <sighs> okay. Um. What else? Oh, the Blink three-year photo shoot mm -hmm. is gonna be this Sunday. We're and so excited. Yes, I just ordered my outfits for it. I'm gonna do a color blocking moment. Mm -hmm. Last year for the two year anniversary was Barbie birthday mm -hmm. vibes. This year it's more wacky, it's more mix and match of like styles and patterns yes. and stuff. We have like fifteen people that are gonna be coming to the studio. Mm -hmm. So It'll be so I'm fun. so excited. And most of the people I've never met before. Mm -hmm. I posted on Instagram and did, I promoted it. Mm -hmm. And really cool people reached out. I had so many cool people reach out. And I was like, yes. I can't take you all, y'all. <laughs> so sorry. But maybe we can be friends. Yeah. And I followed like, all of them on my personal. But Yeah, it'll be a really fun way to like network with other creative mm -hmm. people in the area, too. So. I'm excited to meet people with nothing else. Your baby's turning three. Three years feel? old. Well, it's that, the statistic, it's like, I want to say 95% mm -hmm. of businesses don't make it till five years. So mm. three years, it's over that two and a half year mark. Oh my gosh. And half-life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm excited though. Wow. It definitely feels like it's been three years. Yeah. You, I feel like you've been through like, the waves of you know a business and running a, a creative agency and you're really able to see like the life of it now like it's not a baby anymore yes you definitely got some time that you've lived for lack mm -hmm. of a better word with your brand so yeah and it, it's nice that it has been exponentially growing mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that every single aspect is exponentially growing mm -hmm. all the time like Thinking about how a year and a half ago I had like four people mm -hmm. on the team. Oh, yeah. Freelancers, social media managers, and now, I mean, I really only have you on the yeah. team. And um, we have an intern that goes to fit them. Mm -hmm. But she does more like the behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. So, in regard, like, in that regard, mm -hmm. it seems like it could it might seem not be, like yeah. not growing, but you just need different things in different mm -hmm. periods of your business so yeah for sure yeah that's so exciting why am i sentimental yes i know <laughs> i guess because i've been like like you said i've kind of been on the team for a minute now so i'm able to like me and you have shared like a lot of different things that have happened and like just growing as a creative professional i feel like is really that's probably why i feel sentimental because i'm like i've been through a couple of ups and downs now yeah <laughs> i feel yeah, like very have. connected to yeah yes. not a side of <laughs> 
So since half of the year is over, we kind of like to talk about where we see the freelance space heading in the future. As creatives, we're always trying to keep up with the trends, but also stay true to ourselves, our styles, and our personal goals. So for this episode, we wanted to make our predictions for where we see the digital world of design heading. But we can't talk about the future before we address the past. Maybe we can go on a little walk down memory lane, have a nostalgia moment. Mm -hmm. I know personally, ever since I was little in elementary school, I was obsessed with all the design programs, computer games. I was a computer gamer. Yes. So what were a couple of programs or virtual worlds that you played with or stood out to you? Oh my gosh. Well, obviously, like we were saying earlier, the biggest one's Kid Picks. Yeah. (laughs) You literally used to risk our lives in elementary school trying to get on Kid Picks and make the coolest swirling designs. And I think that definitely, like, manifested into my young adult style. I really enjoyed making things that are kind of, like, trippy, bold, high Mm -hmm. contrast, very... Just the crazy stuff that you would make in in Kid Picks. Uh-huh. On Kid Picks, what I'm going to try to find if I can add the sounds mm-hmm. of Kid Picks. I want to add them in here. Iconic sounds. Oh, no. Yikes. The sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember specifically all the different brushes you could use that were rainbow and, like, yes. bubbles. Illustrator could never. No. Illustrator <laughs> <laughs> could never. <laughs> It's way more complicated yeah. now. Like it's crazy how the adult version of things that we enjoyed as a child is the Adobe Creative Suite. Right. Yeah. Right. All graphic designers were kid picks kid. I swear. Yes. And then PowerPoints too. Yeah. I feel like that was the introduction to getting in- getting interested in animation mm-hmm. and yeah. things moving and adding all the bells and whistles onto your projects just to make it stand out. I feel like every kid that had fun making PowerPoints definitely is doing something creative In now. design or social media, yeah. I, sure. I'm going to stroke my own ego and say that <laughs> I should. had the best PowerPoints in every single class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was showing out you could like choose the preset themes, but no, yes. I would make my own theme. Custom. I would make a brand suite Custom. for whatever project I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a project on Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. It was going to be pink and it was going to have animations and yeah. I was the same way. I was literally making color palettes and I didn't even same. realize it. Like I, everything that every slide or every page of whatever project I was doing had to be like in sync. I was making. <laughs> typography suites Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. was doing it all Mm -hmm. yeah but something that I just thought of and so in third grade specifically I remember I had a teacher and shout out to Miss Ray no she's not listening to this shout out to Miss Ray she is the one who I guess formally introduced me to I'm just gonna say typography because that's what it is like Mm -hmm. as a professional now it's typography and illustrated typography she used to do all of her lessons all of her like pre-drawn out like boards and stuff she would decorate every single letter Mm -hmm. she had the scented markers and every letter had a decoration on she did dots on everything it was all of her lessons were also an art piece and she really got me into making everything just more creative and she i remember specifically one day she was like have you always done your letters like this and i was like girl no you inspired me i didn't start doing this until i had your class so i think that 
something that really sparked my creativity was a good teacher actually mm-hmm. because she put me on to all of the the digital digital stuff but also incorporated me into being creative and altering letters and shapes and stuff on paper which inspired me to do it digitally as I got older so shout out to Miss Ray my mom was a teacher and I was a teacher's kid and I would stay after school while my mom would grade papers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that I would be there for hours I bet (laughs) and she had it was like a squad of all the teachers kids and we would play school after school because why i don't know and we would have the smart boards and i would just be drawing on that all the time that was honestly such a big part of my childhood of feeling like every day after school i could be creative and i would just learn how to do bubble letters and draw classic there's this one like scenic picture that I would always draw, which Same. is <laughs> waves and a palm tree and a little sailboat. Wait. And the way that I would draw it now is probably exactly how I would draw it when I was in like second grade. Yes. Wait, no, because you really just said something then the same. I feel like everybody had their favorite thing to draw. Mm-hmm. My scene of choice, I remember it vividly too. It was a hill. <laughs> it was a hill with a house on the side of the hill, not even sitting straight up. There was also a car on the other side that the house wasn't sitting on. Mm-hmm. And then four, exactly four flowers on the hill. And then, oh my gosh, I learned how to draw grass, y'all. <laughs> I made like three little spikes <laughs> to represent grass. I thought it was an artiste. Yes. That's definitely where it all began. Yeah. Oh, and then that's so crazy. Level two for me was drawing an eye. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when an artist figures out how to draw an eye, that's how you know it's over. That's how you know they think that they <laughs> are all that. But no, you mentioned bubble letters before just now. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it. Bubble letters definitely was what made me interested in like okay letters are more than just letters uh-huh. letters are also art because yeah. when i learned look like you said when you mastered the i when i mastered the s <laughs> when i did the bubble letter s yeah you, you didn't something. tell me anything <laughs> i was picasso <laughs> the s the bubble s was the hardest one s and probably z obviously yeah. but those were definitely like my nostalgic beginnings when it comes to creating art and things that manifest into design mm-hmm. as an adult Wow, that was perfectly named nostalgia. That was, yes, that was such a nostalgic moment. Yes, I really felt I felt everything I was talking about. I know this is a sentimental day. Now that we've had our nostalgia moment, let's talk about what's going on right now in yes. the design world. Yes. And what is at the top of my mind right now because my app just updated <laughs> is Twitter turning into X. So ugly. And the logo. So ugly. There's no <sighs> character in there. In it that. makes me sad to see on my screen. I saw a reel the other day, and I was like, how do we fix the Twitter logo? And someone turned the X into a trash can and <laughs> put it in the trash can That's and brought it. the bird back. That's it. And it is just so... No uh, character. No character. It is just... She's literally looking at it right now. I'm staring <laughs> at it in disgust. And this is exactly what... This is the exact logo that Elon Musk... I don't think he yeah. designed it, but this is exactly what he would yeah. approve yeah. or put, put up there. Yeah. It looks like a stock trading logo. It doesn't give social media... No like fun it gives no personality at all i feel like i should be trading stocks on there and also maybe what was the purpose it's literally just because you can 
it, I feel like. And my app right now, when I go in, all of the other assets are still blue, are still the Twitter blue. But the top so header, bored. he was bored. He, <laughs> he said, bored. let's just see what happens. And I'm curious to see if it lasts. Because it's hard for me to believe. I don't know. So I think it's just experimental. Yeah, because he's been experimenting with a lot of he features and stuff. And then people are outraged. Clearly. And. Okay, but I'm going to say something controversial. Say it. I don't like the Threads look. <laughs> oh. I don't like it either. And I also pointed this out on my Instagram story. They literally stole the Threads logo from the little at symbol where you can mm -hmm. tag people. I think that's the on, point. I don't like it. <laughs> it doesn't look like a thread. It mm. looks like an abstract poop emoji. Oh. <laughs> I don't like okay. it. I feel like they could have... Don't get me wrong. Concept. Mm. I'm, I'm with you. The yeah. concept, I'm fine. But I feel like it looks like a lazy at symbol. Yeah. I know what you mean. I don't know. It's not my favorite. I'm I'm honestly throwing it in the pile with the with the new Twitter logo. Ooh. What is, what is that? I what like it that? more than the new Twitter logo. So what would you change about the Threads logo? I think I would make it because, like I said, I don't hate the concept. The uh -huh. concept isn't what I hate. Maybe it's circular. <laughs> That's a very like basic thing to hate yeah. about it. But yeah, I feel like they're just repurposing a symbol that already exists. Mm -hmm. Going back to Twitter, you don't see a bird on anything else, really. True. You know, it's and now very, it's an X. Yeah. No character. I mean, it's the whole, the whole way that the design world has been going for a minute, which mm -hmm. is simplicity, mm -hmm. modern, blah blah blah. Like you see all these brands with that had so much character and right. like. Burger King. Right. I don't know why that popped into my mind. No, that's a good example. Like yeah, because it's all, they're trying to simplify everything. And I think that can be good, but also, I keep saying character and personality. Don't lose the character and personality that comes with maybe a more maximalist logo or mm -hmm. more colorful color palette. <laughs> and well, especially with brands like Burger King, that is so nostalgic mm -hmm. and for fast food in general it's something that people have grown up with right, and right. it's people like to see the retro look of things right. like that still and it's I mean I understand changing with the times mm -hmm. whatever logos will always evolve right. but when it becomes too simplistic it's like why are it's like they're trying to apple-fy. Right, everything. exactly. And they need to let Apple be Apple. Yeah. <laughs> let Apple be Apple. Like, it makes sense for Apple because right. it is a technology And brand. it matches their technology. All of their technology sleek. is modern, mm -hmm. sleek, clean. You don't see designs on any of their stuff. Even their exclusive collab is just a solid color. Yeah. Like I remember a few years back they did the red one for, mm -hmm. I think it was for, like, HIV awareness yeah. or something like that. Still, they stay true to their branding. They said, we'll give you another color, but Apple is clean. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Apple is clean. We don't do patterns or anything over there. Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, what do you think, if they were going to change the Twitter logo, what do you think they should have done? Instead of it? Look, obviously anything else, <laughs> but maybe a different bird or... I just loved the Twitter logo. Yeah. I think it's so iconic. cute and it's, it's iconic. iconic and I think that there wasn't 
a reason to change it. Yeah. I think if anything, if they wanted to change not the icon, but the font mm-hmm. for Twitter, I think that could have been changed. Mm-hmm. But Or even the colors. The color's iconic too, but maybe if they had I think a... they could have changed the tone, mm-hmm. if anything. Like more mm-hmm. with more green in there. Mm-hmm. But Or maybe even like a little cheeky. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be cute mm-hmm. if they had it turned into like It's like a why chick. why did Elon Musk have to make it like <laughs> She's so mad. I'm just like, why did Elon Musk just <sighs> I, like, hold my breath before I say his name. Why did he have to make it just, like, you know what it looks like? What? It reminds me of, like, dude wipes. Bro. Or, um... The dude wipes is so bad. Man shampoo or... Oh, my gosh. The man That's what he did. That's what he he did. He, like, made it masculine, and that's what's triggering. (laughs) That's what it is. It's, like, no... Man had a problem with the Twitter logo. <laughs> Nobody thought that. Only the girls complaining. <laughs> well, look, he ruined it even more. We already weren't on board. <laughs> now he just... I was never even on Twitter, and I have a problem with it. With what? <laughs> with the... With the oh, with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is this? What is this? Anyway, okay, I want to talk that. about something more positive. Okay, yeah. No no more X. Okay, <laughs> no, that was my soap box about that. Something that I am enjoying about social media right now mm-hmm. is that I feel like the pendulum is swinging more towards authenticity again. Yes. Which we have been lacking that for a minute mm-hmm. with Facetune, with influencers, celebrities. Yeah, yeah. And I think what really triggered it was photo dumps. Honestly. Oh. And that was taking, especially like celebrities wanting to be more. Relatable, even though it's very yeah. curated still right, right and now a lot of people that i follow like on my personal account post a lot of casual stuff yeah. no filters dumps things like that right and brands are seeing that that's what people want right on social so brands are up. following the lead of the customers right now which mm-hmm. i think is pretty cool what do you think yeah for sure i think that they are trying to like you said, keep up with everything that's going on, but also they're realizing that keeping up means being true and not being so overly curated or over salesy. Right, right. And I think that's really positively affecting where most business owners are going in terms of the direction that they need to go into to um, convert new clients and gain new followers. They're trying to be more authentic, which is it's almost the theme of being pre- having a social media present now is mm-hmm. that you have to be real. But how real are people? Because they can even even being real means posting could only mean posting the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much what it still is. Yeah, yeah. but in a more real way. <laughs> <laughs> no filters. People. I, one thing that I do like that I'm seeing is a lot of designers are posting things that aren't working mm-hmm. or things that. Or artists posting things that maybe didn't make the cut, like mm-hmm. they're showing. Oh, something you do too. You post like your concepts that didn't make it or that. The yeah, I made a post you. like that today. Yes, I love I love those, and I think people that do those are the realists, and those are the ones that I want to follow and keep watching mm-hmm. because 
it makes me feel better about, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel better about myself i'm like okay they mess up too yeah so i think that's very important too for building a community mm-hmm. online as well too yeah and i think instagram is following tiktok in that of course because of course <laughs> TikTok was really the first platform, not girl, (laughs) especially like during the pandemic when everybody was in their PJs, no makeup. It was really the first time besides watching makeup videos on Mm -hmm. YouTube that people were showing themselves on social media in their pajamas. Right. In no makeup. Right. You know, in their robes (laughs) and stuff like that. And it, and it like really changed Mm -hmm. the way... And, I, well, I think it was because we were missing that connection. Yeah. And so people were like, fuck it, I'm yeah. just going to post my thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And people have become millionaires from it. And it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild because they started out posting, like you said, just random thoughts or how, they, how they're feeling in that moment. And then all of a sudden. It resonated like, with enough people. Mm-hmm. That's so. kind of crazy. Very yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, when is it gonna happen to us? <laughs> I'm honestly, it's it's still good though. I, I like I said, like like I mentioned earlier, building the community is something that's really important for creative professionals too. Mm-hmm. I feel like because it's not necessarily about popping off. Like yeah, popping off and blowing up, blowing up is gonna be great. But having the people that are there supporting you, making your art the whole way, that also still means a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, since we were just talking about how TikTok made her big pop out <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic, what do you think, we're talking about what apps we think are going to maybe have a, a big boom like TikTok did. Do you think mm, any? Yeah, it's hard. I yeah. have Lemonade downloaded. Yes, she just I made, put me on. <laughs> I made one post. Mm-hmm. And I don't check it that much, honestly. <laughs> okay. But I do like that it's giving people, in a way, it's kind of like digital scrapbooking. Because mm. you can draw on it. You can add text. All within the app? Mm-hmm. Ooh. You can add little images. And it's combining people say that it's combining Canva Mm -hmm. and Instagram and TikTok. I feel like I am not inclined to be on it and posting every single day right Right, now. That's just not where my priority is. Yeah. But I'm interested what y'all think Mm -hmm. about Lemonade if you're on it. Um, There was a big hype around it for a minute there. I was seeing it 24-7 for Mm -hmm. a minute. And I... It went in one... Look, in one eye (laughs) out the other. In one ear out the other. Um, but I definitely want to see, especially if it's more creative based, like what you're saying, because any app, I feel like that combines the right aspects from apps that are already doing well mm-hmm. is really, really yeah. fun because I know Canva just Canva blew up. Mm-hmm. Canva had her moment mm-hmm. is, is having her moment still. still and even feud, so fueled a war between Canva versus Illustrator. You know, there was a minute where everybody was like, Oh if you use Canva... You're not like, a real design. Like, with, what? Okay. If you can make it look good, mm-hmm. you make it look good. It doesn't matter what you made it in. And that's one thing, too, that I remember kind of butting heads with a lot of my professors in school about. Mm-hmm. They would say, oh, you need to use this to do this assignment. And I'd be like, 
watch me use something else. <laughs> I kid you not, every assignment I used the quote wrong software. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't like it or I didn't feel comfortable using it or I felt like I could solve the design problem better in another software, I remember my motion in time media class. Oh, that class was a mess. I literally did all of my projects in a video editing app because I was so oh. confused. Like first time using After Effects, I was my brain was not. It's so much, and my little MacBook couldn't take it. So oh no, no, she couldn't take it, and I was not buying a new computer just for this one class. Mm-mm. So I had to finesse my way through that class with a video editing app because After Effects and this tiny little MacBook Pro, uh-uh. yeah, baby girl couldn't, <laughs> baby girl couldn't handle it. But I think, I think Canva's going to continue to grow too. Mm-hmm. I feel like Canva is going to have what is it called? Adobe Max. I feel like they're going to have their own version of Adobe Max. Uh huh. Because be awesome. real like big creators on Instagram and YouTube have also sworn by Canva mm-hmm. because it's so user friendly. It's really easy to collaborate with clients on it. Yes, I've come to like it, and you honestly put me on to Canva mm-hmm. because in school, obviously, they don't encourage you to use it because they think it's fake design software or whatever. But but they're adding more and more things and it is great to use with clients Mm -hmm. so I use it mostly for templates Mm -hmm. because I can add the clients to the documents they get updates Mm -hmm. I can add comments on there and it's a lot of clients if they don't have any design background they probably use Canva to make a birthday invite or something like that so Mm -hmm. I think that I think I mean it has been continuing to grow Mm -hmm. and I think it will even more and who knows what if they have their own social media type platform, I like turns like into <laughs> some sort of pinterest-esque mm-hmm. canva i think would be really cool and i'm glad you brought that up too about how easy it is for the quote average person to use it because most people the average person doesn't know how to use any adobe software no. it's i love it obviously now because i've used it for a while but just starting out, if you're trying to do a quick project or if you're just trying to collaborate quickly with someone on it, Adobe, even though there's Adobe Creative Cloud, it's still not the most seamless or user-friendly platform for the non-technology or non-design oriented mm-hmm. person to use. Yeah. So I think people need to stop, leave Canva alone. <laughs> leave, <laughs> leave Canva alone. <laughs> Look, make that a hashtag because they need to leave Canva alone. Canva is that girl. <laughs> Well, with that being said, what are some programs, design programs, or social media platforms that you maybe want to learn or implement within your business next year or the end of this year? (sighs) Okay, I don't know if this is a design program, but I definitely want to try doing some things on Show It. Me too, me Um, too. I was talking to a lot of different creatives on Instagram. Um... Your friend Ciara, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she made something and posted on her story. And I was like, what did you do this on? <laughs> I like, said the same thing. I was like, yeah. okay. Shout out Ciara Creative. Yes, yes. Shout out Ciara. So I definitely want to get some, play around in that some more. I also, when I was in school, I also kind of fell in love with app design and um, UI UX stuff. So I definitely need to get my practice in Figma. Because it's not that yeah. bad. I hated Figma at first, but I feel like every time you're learning something new, you hate it at first because mm-hmm. there's that learning curve. But Figma isn't bad. Yeah. Hashtag leave Figma alone too. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to do Figma too. Blender has been on my list for a oh, minute. Yeah. I've created a couple things in Blender. 
Blender's hard too. <laughs> and even though I have the newest iMac, it still runs slow. Mm -hmm. And I have talked to a couple other designers who do a lot of 3D stuff, mm -hmm. animation stuff, and they're like, you really need a PC? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, don't tell me that. I know. I don't want to buy a PC. I and know. I love my Mac. I know. So, I'm the same way. But I think everyone says the same thing to me, too. If you're trying to do any 3D or really high-efficiency design work mm. that requires a lot of space and stuff, they all say PC is the yeah, way to go. Because I get the scratch disc is almost full. Every day. Every day. Every day. And I every got my day. computer. It's supposed to be the biggest. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be the biggest storage. Mm -hmm. Apple be like, no baby. No, Apple uh, laughs, laughs in your face. <laughs> Literally, they're like, oh, you just spent fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you can't terabytes. do 3D. You can't do 3D. <laughs> you have a really cute computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's purple. Yeah, you have a really cute computer though, and we have. <laughs> Look, oh. not us talking about Apple. We love Apple, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Yeah, we love Apple. They just be playing with <laughs> They have me by the throat. <laughs> Literally. I was talking to my friend about this the other day. I was saying how Apple has had me by my edges since I was like seven. Because <laughs> my mom would be like, uh, don't you just want a regular MP3 player for, <laughs> for Christmas? I'd no. Like, I need the iPod Shuffle. <laughs> like, girl, relax. Yeah, I had a shuffle. Same. Mine was the rose gold. Me too. One. Yeah. Look connected. Connected. <laughs> they had us in a chokehold from the start. So we complain, but we continue to yeah, patronize. Yeah. So. The definition of insanity mm -hmm. is when you do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Okay, and? <laughs> so Apple has made like us. Like that Summer Walker song. Guess I'm insane. <laughs> Please. <gasps> This is a look. This is sad. <laughs> At least we're admitting it, though. Yeah, we are. Right. But yeah, you guys let us know what you thought about our topics and what we talked about today on our Instagram. And we will never know how to end our podcast. Clearly. So be prepared for that. We don't know. We don't know how to say goodbye. We don't. <laughs> but if you want to be a guest. Yes, of course. Please DM us on Instagram. We want to hear from you. You guys should rate us and yeah. leave a review. We're going to try to get this on Apple Music and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I was trying to figure it out. I need to just look at it longer. She's exclusive for now, though. Yeah, she's exclusive to Spotify right now. Spotify is the best anyway. Love you, Spotify. Love you. <laughs> okay, well, toodaloo. Thanks yes. so much for listening. We will be back next Friday. Follow us on Instagram to get some hints about what our next episode is mm -hmm. going to be on. And behind the scenes and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs>